Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Um, you're about to listen to my interview at the Slow Comedy Festival with Chris Frangiola. Uh, this interview was very awesome. Unfortunately, the first part did not get recorded, so we're going to start from the second part. It's still very entertaining. And Chris, if you listen to this, my apologies. I just didn't want to... I tried to find the footage, but it just did not record. And I suck. I'm so sorry. But... It's still a great interview. This half hour was awesome. A subscribe brain review on Apple Podcast, and we'll have Chris back to get that other uh, footage. But either way, this was awesome, and we really do appreciate it. Subscribe brain review and follow Chris Frangiola on all social media. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee, right here on LA Talk Radio. Okay, let's start now. It just closed out. We just start again? No, no, we're just uh, starting now. Uh, so what was it like uh, when uh, your name gets fucked up as a national headliner? Well, it's kind of shitty. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how... You seem to be like a student of comedy. You kind of know who the headliners are. Yeah. And, you know, that's what I always say... You know, for guys who are new or, you know, starting out, like, just know the business, you know, know, kind of know everybody best you can. It's not that hard to look people up and, you know, you'd be surprised how many features you get out there on the road who just do no research. Like, if if I'm, I never really did the feature route. Right. Kind of, you know, I kind of went to headliner just because of Chelsea lately. I I went from kind of like just headlining. I mean, I had the time I'd been doing stand-up for a long time, so I didn't really have to do the feature route. But Did you I, do a lot of hosting? No, no. I was, I came up in the LA scene where it was, you know, a lot of, not even the clubs, because back then when I was coming up, the clubs were not doing what they're doing now. Like Comedy Store was pretty dead at the time. They were, and now it's popping. Oh, yeah. Great. Even the improv, you know, none of them would do. So, but bar shows were great back then. I was like a place called Red Rock, and it was just some stuff in Westwood, and, were, and it was all, like all the guys were doing those. Yeah. Everybody that I came up with. Was were doing bar shows and you know you got good there in, in small chunks and next thing you know you put together a headlining set and if you had some TV credits you just went on the road. Did writing for uh, like a show like Chelsea lately really improved your stand-up game because you're always writing jokes? Like did you? It, I guess did you ever try the jokes on a crowd before you submitted them? Uh, no, no, never. In, 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 I mean, we were a daily show, so you know that stuff. It had a you know had a shelf life. Right. Because you'd go out there and do Lindsay Lohan bits on the road, and it was a story that has already kind of, you know, run its course. So you know you weren't able to do that, but it did keep your head constantly in the game in, in comedy, which I feel like now like doing podcasts and stuff does that. You yeah. Know, you, you, it's good to just have your head always in in comedy somehow. Yeah, keeps you, you know, keeps you in it. Unless you, if you're not going up every night, it's, yeah. it's something. Well, now like everyone and their mother has a podcast, so I'm sure you get a lot of I podcast requests. That. But then again, it's interesting because I have a podcast as well. But not we say that, but not like I don't think everybody does. Really, you know, okay. because think about like my parents or older people. Like 
they don't know what a podcast is, so they're not there yet. Right. So they eventually will be, I think. So there's a much larger audience out there. I mean, I have friends who, you know, <clears throat> young guys who don't even know how to access a podcast. Right. But they'll get there. Like me, I don't know what a Patreon is. Right, right, right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, a lot of people don't even know anything about the podcast world. We do because we're in this business. But so I think it's it's a it's a we think everyone has a podcast because we live in a world where everyone has a podcast. Right. But when you get out of this world, there you know not not there's not a lot. I think podcasts uh, for my generation has probably taken over the late night. You know what I mean? The, yeah, well, hundred like, percent. I mean now the thing that's blowing anyone up as far as like club guys and selling tickets is podcast. I mean, yeah. look at all the guys who, who are, who now sell tickets. It's not from TV credits. It's a Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura, Rogan, uh, you know, Christina, all those people, they're not, it's not podcast. I yeah. mean, it's not, it's not, you know, TV stuff. It's podcast. Yeah. I think people, if they listen to you every week or twice a week or whatever, they feel a very intimate connection to you. So I, you know, they'll come out, they'll, they'll, they'll buy a ticket and they'll come out of the house, which is, you know, doing a seven minute set on, Fallon or whatever. I don't think does that anymore. It used to. Yeah. You know. And see, like that's part with me is like, um, I have a podcast, but like I, I only want people who I can learn something from. With right. A lot of people will say, oh, we gotta do it once every week. It's like, no, I'll do it when I can get someone who I can learn someone. Right. You know, right, right. 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 It doesn't necessarily have to be a big name, but it has to be someone where okay, I can learn. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I feel. You know, like I said, I feel I'm a strong feature, but I want to be a headliner someday. Yeah. And I feel the way to do that is to learn from all these other headliners. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's what I say. You know, you got to kind of know the game. And, it, it, you know, as a feature, you could learn a ton, man. Yeah. You just, like you said, we were talking earlier about, you know, you, you work with Norm and some other people, like, you know, watching these guys and knowing who they are and uh you know watching them kill and crush and why they crush and how they crush and, and seeing how they bomb and how they right. get out of the bomb but there's so many guys who uh on the road and i'm not saying you know there's a lot of good features too and nice guys chris is drinking water i'm drinking water because i'm choking to death. <laughs> he's drinking the smart water yeah smart water i went with the alkaline one which i don't know why Someone told me that's a good thing to do <clears throat> and um but I feel like there's a lot of features who, uh, it's a thing that you'll see when you go on the road as a headliner. They're almost a little jealous or, or uh, of the headliner, like, why am I not headlining? Like, fuck oh, this guy. right. So like, you get a little of that sometimes where yeah. they don't even speak to you the entire weekend. Yeah. You know, they'll go I think, off. I think we both kind of experienced that <laughs> last night. Yeah, last night. Right. Yeah. 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 There's a little of that. Yeah. You know, this thing we're doing here, it's a festival. It's a weird... I don't. I don't. I don't do a hell of a lot of festivals. I'm, as a matter of fact, I think this might be the first one I've ever done. Uh-huh. Um, it's an experience, though, right? It's an experience. I've been in the game a little long for it to be fun for me. Right. Like they're like, it's a hang with comedians. I'm like, I've been hanging with comedians for thirty years. Like I don't need to come to San Luis Obispo to hang with comedians. You know. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy the performing. I enjoy. I still love bar shows. Uh, you do. I do. I really do. I. I, I actually almost enjoy it. You know, sometimes more than clubs, because it, it, you know, you've you got to be good. Okay. You got to be good to get a crowd who's not coming in. They're coming into a place that doesn't say comedy club. Right. So you have to be even better to get their attention than you would in a comedy club. 
Well, see, I hate bar shows because I'm very sensitive to noise. You told me. So, just, yeah. like, I mean, what are, it, what are some tips how to, because to crush at bar shows, I'll, like, I'll be honest, and I'm not just saying this, like, out of confidence or I'm bragging, but I'm a comedy club comic. Right. I'm not a bar comic. Right. And I would love to have that skill to be a bar comic. Well, like, how do I... My, my, my tip to everybody, which I, I find everybody, like nobody does, and I think it would change a lot of, I don't know, if you, if we're, I don't know if we're on a show together tonight or whatever, but watch That would be I, fun if we are. It, wouldn't it be fun? Yeah. Uh, like last night? Um, I think I impressed you last night. You, you know? did, you were yeah. very good, you were good, yeah. you were good, and like I said, it was a bar show, and it's difficult to perform in a bar show, yeah. and you got them. Uh, it, the sound, I don't know if you noticed, I, I walk around the room when I first get in to hear how it is, watch yeah. the other comics, and it was, there were pockets of that room that the sound was just terrible. The air, I mean, pro, the air, the air conditioning. The air conditioning kicked on, it was very loud, <laughs> and, you know, so that was, that, you're fighting all those battles, you're fighting the glass, the bartender, all that stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it's one of the things that kind of makes you better, you know, I came up in bar shows, so I, I love it. Yeah. But. I, I what you have to do is no, no and no new guys oh, maybe they do I don't know like get the moment you get on stage I don't I, everyone goes right into their act immediately because okay. I guess they're I, got, I only got seven minutes I'm but, guilty of that uh, everybody is okay but nobody makes a connection to the audience like just take two seconds three seconds just to kind of look around let the audience take you in okay let you take them in and then it, everybody kind of relaxes a little bit then you start. Then it looks like you're in kind of in control. Okay. Where the audience goes, oh, ah, this guy doesn't seem nervous. He doesn't seem because when you come up there and just go right away, blah 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 blah, start rattling off your jokes. I feel like the audience is like, nah, we got another amateur up here. You know? Right. But then when a guy like me gets up or what guys have been doing it a long time, and it just kind of like the audience relaxes, like, oh, he's got this. Yeah. You know, I could I could sit back because. He's in control of the room, and I'm I'm good with that. And I can almost feel that when I get on stage. I'm like, oh, he's good, you know. Now, would you say that that's like? I think uh, it just comes with time, but it is definitely a trick that I learned later on, and it changed right away. Let the crowd take you in. I'm two seconds, three seconds. That's all. I mean, I have to do it for a minute. Right. Know, just take a little time to let. The other guys, you know, whatever he did before you, kind of subside, and then them take you in, well, just the, visually, and then start. Well, I guess the question I had is like, is that a skill you probably learned from your TV sets? Because that yeah. seems because like at a bar, that's very hard to do. You know what I mean? It's not though. It's not. It, 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 I'm saying a very short amount of time. I wouldn't do it for five minutes, but three, four seconds of just. They're 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 gonna let it happen. The audience is there, you know. They'll they'll they'll, they got, they'll give you some leeway okay. if they like like that. One of the keys to to I learned very early on from a guy named Mark Lano, uh, who used to be co-owner of the Improv. There was Bud Friedman and Mark Lano. Uh, used to back in the old days, he used to say improvisation was the you know the, the full name. And they actually the spelled it, it right. Yeah, and they, on on the marquee it said Mark Lano and Bud Friedman's improvisation, and Mark Lano. He was, um, he's actually in a weird way somehow related to Michael Rappaport. I don't know if he's his stepfather or something. Not that as me. Oh, any, I love yeah, Rappaport. Doesn't have anything to do with anything. Yeah. But he, he, he somehow, like, anyway, 
Uh, Mark Lano, years ago, I was very new, and he gave me some good advice. He said, you, you, you're very likable on stage without saying anything. So with that, you know, you can, you, you're not going to have to work as hard as some people. Right. I, was, I always, like, oh, that's good to know. And, and that's saying, in some rooms I'm likable, in some rooms I'm not. You know, there's, it's just whatever it is. Right. Um, and I feel like a lot of guys... Uh, go up there and I, and and I, even the outfits they wear, like they don't let the audience like them. Okay. I think I think there's a lot too. What you wear, look at look at the, the com comics you like. I know like that because you always wear like not necessarily suits but nice clothes. Right. Uh, yes, because I, I feel the suits take it in another direction. Right. The suits make. I, I put a lot of thought into this. And I know I know guys who are big comics do too. Cause it like does. Slayton, he he comes up with a suit. No, right, right, no right, time. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a lot. You, 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 any guy you know. Look at Nate Bogatsi. Like Nate is a guy who you know. When Nate years ago, Nate was a guy in a t-shirt, a Vanderbilt t-shirt and glasses. And now Nate's crisp and clean. He looks good. He's got you know new sneak. And it's a, it does. Image. It's an image right. that the audience once again relaxes the audience. You know, if you're if you if you're schlubby schlub schlub, then I think the audience almost treats you that way. They're okay. Like, oh, all right, this guy's not taking this seriously. Then why should we? Right. Uh, do you see? You, yeah, you yeah. Think that's true. I I yeah. I do to an extent. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. that like the openers and the features could get away with that. Uh huh. Because like I said, it's not. Like if I was featuring for you, not trying to like throw in my resume because I need yeah, to sure, work. Sure, yeah. But I would not like I would just dress like me, and I wouldn't right. try to overdress because <clears throat> you're it's your show. When it yeah, comes down yeah. to it, your show. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But like we were talking about earlier, it's that never bothers me because you'll never be funnier than me. <laughs> you know, just, just like I've, it never, it, it's never. It, it's never happened to me on the road ever. Right. Like the feature, the, the, I've had some good features, very good features, but it just it's the the show works that way for a reason. Yeah. You know, there's it gets progressively better, and it's better. It's great when the, my feature's good. Yeah. It, it actually, I don't. It doesn't bother me at all. I hope they crush. Right. It it, it just adds more to 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 me because it'll just. I'll always get there. Yeah. And it'll sometimes make me work harder when the guy's really good, you know, so. We got to add why I was laughing so hard at that is because outside I was telling you that's what Norman Hotz told me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but like most headliners will tell you yeah. that. You know, because a lot of times you'll, you, you know, your feature will say, is there anything you don't want me to talk about? Or, and in some cases, you know, like don't do this, don't do that. If you have a joke that they touch upon, it'll kind of screw yours up a little bit. But for the most part, you're like, do whatever, because I'll... I got this. Yeah. You know, I've been doing it a long time, and I'm in this position for a reason, you know. So you can do whatever you got to do, yeah. and I'll handle my end of it. Well, one time I was in San Jose with Norm, and I forgot who the feature was. I was the MC, and uh, I think it was Sean O'Connor. It might. I know I, you look like Sean O'Connor. I get that a lot. Yeah. 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 It might have been Sean. Actually, Sean's the, now the head writer on Lights Out with David Spade. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah he oh. just started like two weeks ago. Oh, Sean, he, he's yeah. a hilarious guy. Yeah. It might have been Sean, but don't quote me. And I remember Norm was telling the feature, he's like, hey, uh, this is uh, San Jose. And I was like, you got to keep all that fag stuff to a minimum. You know, I don't want to hear any fag jokes, you know, San Jose. You know? So don't talk about them fags, you know. So the feature uh, didn't... Pretty good, pretty good Norm. Uh, thanks. Yeah. 
He learned stuff on the road. Yeah, right, right. His, 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 his cadence is one of those cadence that's easy to pick up. Like, uh -huh. I don't know if you're like me. If I watch any comedian for even Jeremy Hotz, another guy you were talking about earlier. Like, those are guys that if you watch them for long enough, you start, like, talking. I was always that way with Brody Stevens. Like, I watched oh, Brody. Brody for two or three sets. Next, you know, it'd be, you know, you, you start talking like this. And, uh, you know, so... Uh, same with Norm. So the feature uh, doesn't do so hot, and then Norm, uh, you know, which is fine. A feature doesn't necessarily always have to kill. Right. Yeah. And uh, so Norm comes up and he's like, "San Jose, uh, you guys got a lot of fags here." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, Norm is yeah. Norm's Norm. It's, but it's the greatest. But it was just so funny how, like, uh, like in a way, he was just saying, "Okay." I don't want you to do it so I can make fun of you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. But like that's the type of humor that I always find is uh, hilarious. Like Harlan Williams would do that stuff too. Like yeah. I, I never opened for him, but I he's the guy who I will always see who's in town because right. he's one of my favorites. Yeah. And I could just tell he does that. Yeah. You know, I mean? yeah, yeah. You know how you could just tell yeah. just by being a comic. Yeah, so that's I mean like those are the tips I, I give to people because I feel like a lot of guys don't don't really realize that I know it's the lowest level of whatever, depending on what Hanging club. Fruit, yeah. Depending on what club you're playing and what city you're in, you know, you don't think it's show business. You don't think it's a show, but it is. There, right. there is a there is a sh you are performing for people who've paid money. So, like bands or Broadway or anything else, you know, those people are on stage. They have a look. They have a. They have a. You know, they put thought into it. But yet comics, I feel like they're like, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah. I'll wear sweatpants and, and a t-shirt and who cares. But I'm like, well, nobody else does that. Like everybody else in, in the show business performance world, is, you know, they, they try when they're... So that would be my tip to people because I think it does help. Yeah. You know. And if you look at uh, all the Netflix specials, they all have that type of, you know, yeah. that, that style, too, which right. a lot of comics don't really think like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, no, I know. I, I actually saw Rock talking about, you know, his one special, he's got the suit, like the like a silvery suit, and he talked a lot, like put a lot of thought into the suit, and then he realized he doesn't really want to be the suit guy, so I think his next one was, like, just shirt, whatever. It is, it is, because then if you, like, as a headline, if you do the suit, then... In my case, I feel I would almost, I, I did, I tried it for a little while. It almost made me look a little too douchebaggy, like I already have a bit of a douchebag vibe as it is. Yeah. You know, like a snarky douchebag vibe. So if I put that on, then it looks like I'm almost trying to be better than the people. Uh -huh. So it, it's a fine line where you're like, you don't want to look like, hey, assholes, you know, fuck yeah. you. Look at me in my fancy suit. And so I find a way to, it is something I put thought into. Anyway, that's uh mine. Another, another uh, question I had, and then we'll start wrapping this up. But um, if you could, this two, this is a two-part question. If you could open up for before someone goes up, like just say like at a Laugh Factory night where it's mm -hmm. all headliners. Yeah. If you could go up before someone you've never, you know, we've always wanted to, or you're intimidated, so you can impress them. Right. Who would that person be, and who would the person you don't want to follow? You said. That no one's going to be funnier than you, but yeah. there's oh, got to be guys who are Oh, yeah, 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 totally. I mean, there's, you know, like, honestly, I, like, like, Chris D'Elia and those guys, like, you know, I, like, I love performing and I'm good at it, but, you know, I have a different, like, those guys, yeah. 
are going to take the room and not in a bad way like that they're they're going somewhere that i'm not necessarily going to get to in a short amount of time you know mm -hmm. i'll get there in an hour set but i don't come out of the gate like some of these guys and i it's good you know like, yeah. so like Dalia and some of those guys right now i was like no i, I mean that's not a, not a world i want to be in you know? right um and then as far as like guys i'd like to impress like honestly you know all the i mean all of us it's fun to be good at, at comedy and be respected by you know i love david spade i work with him now but before i worked with him he was my i mean i don't know if you saw he's got a, an HBO take the special. hit take the hit it was probably one of the best specials it's of one all of the time. best specials i've ever seen i tell him that all the time and he and uh he's you know he's he, he's always very like He's like, oh, that, you know, he, he's interesting because he said he waited too long to do another special. He did one years later on Comedy Central. He did uh, My Fake Problems. Yeah, Spade yeah. is like, I know you work with him, and I, but like yeah. Spade is one of my comedy heroes. But I could literally almost quote every joke and take the hit. And yeah. it is, and I, and I talk to so many comics who I respect and who we ask our favorite special. And that's, if that's not in their top five, it's, it's easily, like they're, it's Fucking not their favorite idiots. in that yeah. top five. Yeah. Like Jen Kirkman and even Nikki, I saw Nikki Glazer recently say it was her favorite. Uh, I mean, it is so funny from beginning to end. So like, he's a guy that I've always loved. Seven, and, seven page fax machine first one oh, says F. I mean, he, his bit, I tell, his bit of the guy climbing into the polar bear, like he, into, he goes to the zoo. Come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -mm. I mean, Spade, just his, his sound effects, his, he's got such a great, you know, uh, style that yeah. I've always loved. And I don't know, you know, he's a norm, he know, loves norm, and he loves stand-up, so he's I've, one of those guys that, he, you know. I've, I've met Spade several times because uh, he, was on a sh he was on my uncle's TV show. I mean, it was more Spade's show because Spade was the name, but yeah. it was... Who's your uncle? Patrick Orberton. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a family guy. Yeah. yeah. But if I'm being honest, Rules of Engagement was Pat's show. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he was yeah, the face. Right, right. But, uh, so I met Spade several times, and I was like, oh my God, like, you're, yeah. you know. Like, but uh, the question is, like, I would want to do a set before Spade to impress him, not to see if I could get on Lights Out, but right. to, because to have that, like, Spade's one, like my Johnny Carson. Yeah. Get yeah. that thumbs up, you know? Right, yeah. And then the person that I would want to follow, because I think it would be really hard, would be Tiffany Haddish. Oh, forget about it. Like, I think that yeah, she's that's, the Richard that's another, Pryor right That's now. another one what I'm saying with, uh, you know, like like a, like a, like a Dalia and, and Haddish. And some of those people, it's just like, yeah, it's like, I, 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 it's, it's just another energy. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, oh, dude, I yeah. want to do it, but right. I'm going to fucking right. eat a dick right yeah. now. Yeah, I don't, I don't really sweat it, you know, because I feel, I feel like, to, to the credit, to the credit of the audience, I feel like they do almost, almost, uh, you know, especially when you do like a showcase show, like you, like a Laugh Factory does, a comedy store does, where, yeah. it's, where even Comedy Magic Club, you know, everybody does eight minutes and there's ten guys. I feel like the, the, the audience does wipe the slate clean after each comic. You know, I think to that credit, they're almost like, okay, that was good, but... Unless can, the comic was very offensive. Yeah, right. Yeah, but they're always like, I can accept <laughs> any type of uh, energy, especially if they're at, like, I feel like the audiences are a little more uh, educated in comedy at the at the lab comedy store in the lab, you know, lab yeah. factory and improv than they would be at, like... You know, if they got free tickets to a funny bone, at, you know, in Des Moines or whatever, they, they're they're those people are ready. They they know 
who they're seeing and you know so they're they'll be like oh this is I know Tom Segura's energy and is different than Ali is and different than Rogan's and you know whoever yeah. else so. And then the last question I have for you. Go ahead. And this is probably going to be one of the most thoughtful ones, and then it could also be one of those tricky ones. Oh, all right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How does, as a headliner, how does it, how, I'm just going to say it with my no filter, how is it on the pressure-wise on selling tickets? Like It's everything. It's, it's everything. Like anxiety. Does it give you, like, if you're not selling? You no, know, it... it I have friends who ask their agents constantly uh-huh. about for the counts. Uh, I can't. I, I can't. I just can't. It would okay. drive me insane to get counts, uh, you know, leading up to a show. Because you want to make them laugh, but then at the yeah, same time, but there you are want some the money. there are some weeks, weekends, or, or clubs, or whatever reason, like the counts will literally be twelve, ten, nine. Like advanced ticket sales are something that a lot of people just don't do. You know, it's it's. It's a pain in the ass to go to the website to sign up to you know. I don't make it easy to buy a ticket to a comedy club. I don't know if you ever tried like. I, well, I mean, I it. I co-book a comedy club in Huntington Beach called the Rec Room. So oh, I, I know I, the Rec Room. Yeah. What happened to that place? I feel like it's gone down a little bit. I was there recently. Uh huh. And um, I was I really enjoyed it. I I think I did it. I think I was the first comic to ever do it. It wasn't even open yet. They did like a soft opening. Soft opening. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and then I went back recently, and I was like, I feel like. They've kind of let it go. Well, I think what happened with that was you also did Irvine a couple of weeks before. I did do Irvine yeah. a couple weeks before, but no, I'm not talking about audience. No, no, we're not. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not, not going to audience, but I'm saying I'm down. Oh, but like literally, like the just like the green room has had fallen into disrepair. Oh, and, really? Yeah, and I feel like the, the thing behind the stage was. Oh, it was falling down. apart. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just yeah. thought I felt like uh, yeah. yeah, and that can happen with clubs. You know, they can. They can, you know, you, you got to be on it. People, yeah. you know, to to have, it's a great little room they got down there, and it could be really nice for, and they do get good solid people to come. So. Well, I mean, yeah, like when I, because I book one one uh, headliner a month, yeah. and like this month I booked Slayton, and Slayton's a, a comedy <clears throat> legend, right? But like he he he's not doing so hot on the tickets. No, no. And so like that's why like because I want to get to that point, but then at the same time it's like I don't want to be like oh my god how much you know what I mean I want. It's here's what I here's what the the the, the thing that saves me in in that world. That was the question in a five minute. Yeah. <laughs> what saves you? The thing that the thing that saves me in that world is I don't I'm not a huge payday at a club. You know, I get the standard club rate, which in most cases is $3,500 for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's usually what I get. So I'm not, you're not losing any money on me. Right. You know, you're going to make my, my rate on a Thursday night with 45 people in the room. Uh, if you're a $10,000 weekend guy or like Slayton or whoever, I don't know, some of these guys, 15, 10, I would go. I would be so stressed out that I, yeah. you, that club. Then, if you're if you're a ten grand guy, you have to sell every single ticket. Yeah. Otherwise, the club's gonna fucking lose their shirt on you. So uh, for me, I, I it, it's to answer your question. It is everything because if you don't sell tickets, it's over. Like yeah. you don't come back. And but they do have to fill fifty two weeks a year. Yeah. So there are gonna be guys who get that crush bad it, weekend, and yeah. there are gonna be guys who, you know. Like me and some other guys who get the, that's going to be a solid show to where everybody who comes, whether they've been papered or bought tickets, are not going to be disappointed. So that's what 
that's a good thing for clubs because right. if they walk out and go, hey, this was a really fun night. I'd do this again. I feel what's happening now with some clubs is they're getting people who people will go to see Jeremy Piven. Right. And they'll go, oh, this is comedy? Like, because they're not like you and I are in the game. Yeah. They don't know that he started six months ago. You know, so they're like, I, I, I will say for six months, though. And they won't come back. Yeah, but. He's kind of good for six months. Yeah. I mean, sure. You know, like, that's kind of. Right. I impre- I'm, I'm impressed sure he's, by well, that. He's, got, he's obviously got a comic timing. I think, I think he has a lot of writers, too. Yeah, he's been a comic actor for a long time. Yeah. You know, so. He, he, he knows, you know, the beats and, and, and timing, I, I guess. But it's one of those things where, you know, it's one of those things where it's just like there's no shortcuts to this. There just isn't. I've seen thousands of people try and take them. You can see them now. You're seeing YouTube people. And I'm nothing wrong with that. I understand, you, you know, clubs. Oh, like hiring, YouTube comics. YouTube yeah. comics, things like that. I get them going, like clubs loving them because in the end, the clubs got to sell tickets. They got to pay their rent just like anybody else. So yeah. selling tickets is what happened. And I... I don't begrudge you two people from playing Sunday nights or yeah. they play. I do. You do? Yeah, because here's the thing. Like, uh, do we have a couple more minutes to get this? Uh, whatever you want. Okay. To do. I want to respect your time. Thank you. But um, nice of you. but I have a problem with that because, and maybe it's the Aspergers in me that now right. I know this. I know half of your YouTube followers aren't real followers. What I do you mean? I know that they're boots or robots or. I know, but, but 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 they're but if they're buying a physical ticket to the comedy club, they're not. But if they're not selling, and oh, like, I don't know. Yeah, like if they're not selling, then it's over. Yeah, like Miranda sings, like she's selling. Yeah. Well, not when I did the show. When I did a show with her, she sold maybe six tickets. Where? It was at the Ventura Harbor uh, Comedy. Miranda Sings played Ventura Harbor Comedy. Yeah, thing? this was like six years ago, right oh, when she was right really now. popular. She's, blow, she's blowing up. Like she sells theaters now. Yeah, well, when she <laughs> first comedy club. When, Oh my god! And There's, to her credit, that could be a tough room to sell. But what I'm saying oh, is, it's I possible to sell. I sold more than her. Really? Yeah. And yeah. I was with Ida Rodriguez. Okay. So like, what I'm saying is, I know as many I I know as many followers as someone has. It's probably ten percent of what that is. Sure. Sure. Yeah, but and I'm not saying that they're wrong for doing it. They probably don't even know. Like uh, my manager Dante said, he has a social media guy. That's the social media guy. Like I'm not saying comics right. know that they're fake followers. I'm yeah. not saying that at all. No, no, no. But I'm saying that if 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 a YouTube person, Miranda Sings, goes into a Irvine Improv on a Sunday night and sells 600 tickets, and which she does now. I mean, I don't know about back then. She will now. You can't blame the club for not having that weekend meet. Right. You're gonna sell 45 tickets. Like they're like, well, fuck you. We gotta make money here too. Like you would, you would do the same thing if you were in this business. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I get it. Okay. So you just have to find way to, ways to sell tickets. It's 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 it'll drive me insane figuring it out. Yeah. Uh, and it'll drive every, you know well it'll drive us all insane. Like I, you know look at some of these guys. You know, look at Bobby Slayton. I mean, Bobby Slayton must be like, who? I don't fucking know why there's 45 people here on Saturday. I can't. And a guy who's been doing it for what 50 years. What more can years, I do? You know, yeah. What more can I do here? You know, I, I, 
just it's hard to get people out of the house these days and it's only getting harder you know they got everything they need in front of them with netflix and tv 85 inch televisions and you know everything is just is there going to be a net uh, special a netflix special for you and, and like that you're working <laughs> on there won't be a netflix one however uh, i'm almost embarrassed yeah i don't fucking know what we're talking about okay i'll tell okay. you when we get off air okay. uh, no no netflix. we'll have you back yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> uh there won't be a netflix special <laughs> I'm not, I, you know, I know my place in this, in this business. I've always been good at that. I never, you know, I don't, I get it. I'm a good headliner. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very good club comic. I don't think so at all. I think you're a great headliner. I am. I, I, I'll agree with you on that. Yeah. But I, I know what Netflix wants and I'm not it. Right. You know, and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. Um, but no, that's not a Netflix special for me. I'm uh, too old. I'm too white. I'm too everything that you know. You're old. You, yeah. You, like I got a yeah. vibe that you're like 43. Well, thank you. Yeah. Like yeah. that's very young. Well, I'm you know I moisturize and I have uh, <laughs> yeah, I do some things. But um, yeah, it's it, it, yeah that that's not my route. Right. I like the route I'm on. I, you know, I enjoy doing. I've had a good. Listen, I haven't had a real job in 23 years. You know, I've been made, I made a very good living in comedy with, with TV and other stuff. So that's all I ever wanted to do. You know, I got, I got, I used to say to myself, God, I'd love to make a living at comedy. I don't really know how, Yeah. you know, when I was waiting tables and stuff like that in LA, I used to think like, how, how, you know, how do I make a living in comedy? Somehow I, I, I did it. I etched it out and a good living, you know, I do very well. So that's, I can't. I mean, you've got, in the end, headlining comedians in this country or whatever. There's only got to be 300 of them, you know? Yeah, true. Real headliners who can, you know, perform on a Saturday night in any city in the country. So, to be one of them is pretty good. Yeah. So, I'm happy with that. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Chris, uh, where can the folks follow you at home? Uh, every Chris Frangiola at everything at Chris Frangiola F-R-A-N-J-O-L-A my podcast is all cover to cover you should listen to it we're having a lot of fun over there it's doing that's been the best thing I've done lately for you know for ticket sales and all that and you're a regular on uh, Lights, Lights Out with David Spade will be on next week uh, I don't know when you're going to release this but I'm on March 10th and then again April 5th or, you know I got a bunch coming up so yeah alright Chris well thank you so much man I really appreciate it thank you for having me alright <laughs> Wow. You're listening to Razor Riffs with Keith Razor and Alan Lee right here on LA Talk Radio. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, write, and review on Apple Podcast. Give us some feedback. Good, honest, terrible, doesn't matter. Also, follow us on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Razor Riffs. I am also on Stereo if you would like to chat with me there. www.stereo.com slash Keith And on Cameo, www.cameo.com slash Keith If you enjoyed the show, please send us a donation on the Anchor app. We really do appreciate it, and we'll rift with you again soon.